Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of A Day in the Life of Zori podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate and uh, thank each and every single one of you that are connecting and listening week after week. Um, We have made it into almost halfway through the year now, and I'm just so excited. So first and foremost, I'm going to give you just a very quick life update. Uh, The new job is going great. I actually just did my very first quote-unquote live call today, and it's like very surreal how cool it is. Um, I just got a extra special bonus raise yesterday, which is cool, and everything's going awesome. I'm very excited, loving my new job, loving the new role, and all of the potential opportunities that it will bring um, over the next course of, you know, several years. So that's the quick life update. Um, In terms of family, I did have a wonderful weekend with family this past weekend. It was Memorial Day weekend. Um, I kicked it off by having the day off on Friday and had mother-daughter dates with both of my girls. Um, The little one I took out, um, she had a doctor's appointment, and then we went and and played at um, Chuck E. Cheese. (laughs) And thankfully, it was like super empty, which was fantastic. It was my dream to not have to, you know, be there with a million people. And they got rid of that gross uh, playscape thing that they always had, which was awesome because I didn't have to worry about her going into God knows what um, and sitting in it. So then I took my girls to dinner, both of them, and then my oldest and I went to see Stomp at our um, local theater here in the um, capital city. So it was very cool, awesome show. So if you've ever um, had the opportunity to go see Stomp or if it comes around your area, definitely check it out because it was a fantastic show. Other than that, our family's doing well. Everyone's healthy and, you know, just living life and enjoying counting down to summer vacation. The girls have about a week and a half left. And honestly, I'm so happy because it's just been nonstop running around with these kids, man. I just want to like be able to breathe and summer just brings that natural slowdown um, for us. So I'm just very, very excited. Now on to the topic at hand for this week, which I've been promising for months now. And the topic at hand that we're going to talk about is actually friendship. And I want to just go in with a couple of things. So what is a friend? So when I'm talking about friendship, I'm talking about uh, just the people that aren't related to you, that aren't blood relatives, people that you meet outside of your home, right? So when I think of friendship, I think of the people that just openly and willingly accept you. Uh, Friendship is the like epitome of of what we kind of strive for, especially during the teenage years. And it's just like, it's just like a really nice additional resource of like love and acceptance and comfort. So according to the dictionary, friendship is the emotions or conduct of friends, the state of being friends, a state of mutual trust and support between allies. So also when you look up friend, it's a person of whom 
one knows with whom one has a bond of mutual affection, typically exclusive of sexual or family relations. Um, it's a member of associated contacts with social networking sites. Um, friend, you know, somebody outside of your bloodline, somebody outside of your family and relations, and not somebody that you're trying to date, but just somebody that you are friends with. So friendship to me means a lot. And, and the reason that I say that is because I have, obviously, I have the built-in friendships between my siblings and my sisters and the sisterhood that I have. But beyond this amazing circle of friends that I have built in in my family, I have a group of fantastic friends, both female and male, that just add and contribute to my life in many different ways. And when I say contribute, I don't mean financially or, you know, somebody that's giving me money or buying me things or doing things for me, but they contribute to the, the overall wellness of my life. They contribute to the overall source of joy and love and acceptance and just happiness. So I will begin with describing the fact that friends mean and do different things during different periods of our lives. So obviously when you go to school, primary school, and you're going through and you're building friendships, you're just really learning to interact socially with other people, right? So you're just kind of learning the social ropes, if you will, of how to interact with people, how to care about people, but not care too much or care too little. You're kind of just weighing in the scales of what it really means to befriend anybody outside of your family because for the first four to five years of life we are strictly surrounded by family right just family maybe really close family friends that consider family um but once you go into school you kind of develop this outside life where you have interactions um, and you socialize with other individuals that are not related to you so the very first basis of friendship is really just somebody that's willing to play with you, that's nice to you, that's kind, maybe they share their snack, um, and you're content with that. And the friendship really is centered around where you see that individual. So for most of us, we had friends in school, but we didn't really see them outside of school for whatever reason, you know, um, your kids, you don't drive, you don't have any money, you can't make plans for yourself. So unless you happen to know somebody or meet somebody that your parents already knew or had, you know, acquaintances with or was you know, somebody that befriended your parents, you are probably not going to see these kids outside of the school environment, which is perfectly fine, perfectly normal, perfectly acceptable for that phase of life. Then we move into middle school and high school where friendships do develop a little bit deeper, stronger. And at that point, you are, you know, you are usually either having, you know, your friends come over or you go over your friend's house. Um, there's the potential of sleepovers, depending on how your family and parents feel about that. And then there's just like being able to go out and do things. So like, we're going to go to the movies, or we're going to go to dinner, and we're going to do this, or we're going to the amusement park in the summer. Um, we're going to go to a swimming pool, you know, whatever it may be. There's a lot more social interaction, there's a lot more activities, and a lot more time spent with these friends. And you also narrow down your general friendship circle to your close slash 
best friend type circle. Um, and that's where you really begin to develop those really strong bonds and those really deep relationships where you kind of share secrets and you share all of your likes and your dislikes. You can share your crushes. You can share all these things that maybe you wouldn't discuss with your family circle that you feel comfortable and welcome to share within your friend circle. And that's where like we begin to make the distinction between family, friends, close friends, best friends, and so on and so forth. And during this phase, it's a very difficult period because there's a lot of things and people that we consider quote-unquote friends, but they're really just acquaintances, right? They're people that kind of come close to us during periods of time, but they're not constantly there. So therefore, they're not really friends. They're acquaintances. They're people that you befriend, you know, if you happen to be at a sporting event and you know that you know them, you're cool to be able to sit with them, chit-chat with them, you know, have a drink, whatever it may be. But then you part your ways and then that's that, you know, until you see them again on a different event. It's not really somebody that you're seeking out constantly to continue and build a relationship with. Then there's those friends that are close friends, best friends. Those are the friends that you check in with, that you talk to almost daily at that point in your life. Um, they're the friends that know your secrets, that hold your secrets, that protect you, that give you the intel, give you gossip, give you whatever it may be, right? So these are the friends that become the best friends. And these are relationships that, depending on where you begin to cement them, can potentially last a lifetime, you know, unless something catastrophic happens and they, you know, steal your boyfriend or whatever it may be. But these are the relationships and friendships that continue to grow and evolve. And they, you know, as you mature and as you change, these are the same people that continue to love and accept you and support you. You know, if they're really good friends, if they're not, then they're the people that eventually fall off and you no longer keep in contact with. So there's that. Then as we progress into adulthood, into college, in your 20s, you know, and beyond, so when you move into adulthood and you're in college, you might cement some of those friendships and extend beyond your um, college experience and into your life, right? So you're cementing these friendships and you, the friendships are based on mutual interests, commonalities, common backgrounds. Um, they're, you know, shared, you know, shared likes, shared dislikes. These are the, the friendships that are cemented based on these types of commonalities and things that go on in your life. And at that point in time, it makes sense. And over time, some of those interests and likes and commonalities may change um, or may evolve. And you might even have more commonalities as you continue to grow up and mature and, you know, different life experiences bring you closer together. As a result, um, these friendships can vary. So they can be lifespan friendships. They can be long-term friendships, you know, span of a decade plus of friendships, or they may be seasonal friendships. And when I say seasonal, I'm going to clarify that because there's a couple of different layers to friendships. So there's those lifelong friends that you know are always going to be there. They're the ones that you can call, you know, at 3 a.m. They're the ones that you can text, call, message, when things are getting really crappy, even if you haven't talked to them, you know that they're going to respond, you know they're going to give you a word of encouragement, you know they're going to be there for you, they're going to, you know, want to come over with a bottle of wine or go meet up for dinner and take you out. Um, these are the friends, you know, that you know are going to linger and you know they're going to remain for the life of, you know, for the life of your friendship or for your lifetime. Then there are friends that are seasonal. And when I mean seasonal, I mean that these are friendships that come in during certain 
points in our lives. And what that means is, you know, sometimes we're going through a struggle and then there's this, you know, really bold friend, really brave friend, really strong friend, somebody who's really soothing or peaceful, somebody who is very energetic, enthusiastic, whatever it may be, they're exactly what we need in that point in time for this phase of our lives. And it sounds kind of crappy to say that somebody was a seasonal friend, but you know what? Let me tell you that I have learned so much from the seasonal friendships because you learn to really appreciate these people and grow really fond of them during this period of time. But as they slowly make their fade out exit, it brings you peace because you understand that they were there and they kind of had an assignment to help you through a certain point of your life. And then they move on and you may reconnect at a later point, which is great if you do and you know that you love them and there's a special place for them, you know, in your heart going forward. But it's not a friendship that you can sustain and maintain for a lifelong friendship. And that's perfectly okay. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm sure that I've been a seasonal friend to some and some have been seasonal friends to me. And Anytime that I think of somebody that I'm not really close with anymore, I'm okay with it because I feel that I've, in the time that I did have with them, um, I grew a lot or they grew a lot and I supported them through that growth. And I, you know, you need to understand that sometimes there's people that we need in our lives or that moment um, to get us through certain things because sometimes people have the previous life experience or have gone through the same things. And they've been able to overcome and successfully conquer these situations and experiences and feelings and emotions and, you know, mental health, whatever it may be. And they can help partner with you to get you through that messy part. And it's not that you're using them. It's not that you're abusing them. These people come in organically into our lives and organically make their way out. Um, and during those like flashback periods, if you ever like stop to think, oh, you know, I haven't seen so-and-so in forever. And, you know, it was just so nice when they were around. But really, when you think about it now, it really doesn't make sense that they would continue to remain because you no longer need that kind of support or you no longer need those types of conversations because you, you've moved beyond that. And that's okay. Um, then there's, of course, your lifers, the friends that are going to be there through thick and thin, the friends that are going to be there and show up with a bottle of wine, the friends that are going to listen to you, the friends that you can connect with and pick up like you never were apart. These are the friendships that understand that life happens, that crap happens, and we're not always readily available. And that's okay. There's not anything wrong with, you know, with any of that. And I really think that we need to remember that. To be a good friend does not mean that we have to be in communication every hour of every day. Because let's be real, we're adults, right? I'm I'm 36, almost 37, and I don't have all the freaking time in the world to be sitting here and talking hours on end with every single one of my really close friends. It's just, it's not humanly possible for me to commit to so many, you know, phone calls or texts or whatever it may be. So... Number one, I'm a crappy texter. You will text me and I you get two responses, either immediate response or three day, three to five day delay. I'm sorry to the friends that listen and you've experienced this. I'm aware that that's my fault and I am so sorry. You know, sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, that's great. And then I just don't hit send. Um, It's terrible. I know. 
I, I'm 36 and I should be ashamed of it, but it's just what it is. And I've just kind of grown to accept that that's just who I am. But, you know, the, the lifers are the people that, you know, move away and then they come home to visit and it's like they never left. These are the people that I can go months without seeing and then we'll go to dinner and it's like we pick up right where we left off. We catch up everything. We talk about things. We share the ups, the downs, the, you know, the nice, the ugly. And it's just so beautiful because it just feels like home. It feels so comfortable. It feels like so welcoming. And these friends that I have, which I have, you know, I have quite a few that are just fantastic, phenomenal. The vast majority of them are women. And these women are just so phenomenal. They uplift, they, you know, encourage, they cheer you on. They, um, they support you, you know, when things just get rocky, and you just want to sit there and complain about all the crappy things that you've gone through, like they'll listen. And you know, they'll be like, you know, it's true, but you need to get yourself back up. You need to get yourself back out there. And it's just so awesome to know that you're not going to be judged, that nobody's looking down on you and that you're not, you know, secretly, there's no backstabbing going on, but there's just genuinely love, trust, encouragement, faith, you know, loyalty that is, is reciprocated through all of these relationships. And I'm just so blessed to be able to have that. Um, because I just really think that when you're looking for friendship, you really need to find somebody that doesn't judge you, but rather accepts you for the good things that you have, will call you out on the crap that you're doing wrong, and will be there to support you when you need a bit of support to kind of get you through certain phases of your life. And the beauty of friendship is that it's reciprocated. So some days I might be feeling like crap and need a friend to just listen and to encourage me. And then simultaneously, a month later, my friend might be going through a bunch of crap and just needs to hear a word of encouragement, get a funny meme, get a funny gif, and just, you know, have them pick themselves back up. And I'm there to do that for them. So in order to have a good friend, you need to first be a good friend. And I think that's the piece that people really lose focus on is the fact that in order to have a few amazing friend you need to be that amazing friend to that person it's not a one-way street it's a two-way road my friend and in order for me to expect or demand anything out of any of my friendships I need to analyze and review have I been doing what I need to as a friend have I been supportive have I reached out have I done xyz because do unto others as you would like to do unto you and I can tell you that during the time where I was having a really difficult time with my mental health and I was having a really, you know, difficult, challenging struggle with depression and stress and anxiety, I can tell you that some of my friends reached out in ways that I could have never even imagined. I had friends sending me music. I had friends sending me texts. I had friends sending me presents and gifts and ideas and books and just all kinds of things. I had a friend ship me lipstick and a bracelet that said, you're stronger than the storm, a red lipstick to be bold and brave as I should be. Um, I've had friends send me beautiful songs of encouragement. I've had friends write me just beautiful messages and say, you know, 
I look for, you know, I look up to you and I admire you and I know that you're going through a difficult time, but I'm here for you. And all of these things I can tell you moved me to my core because I could not believe the beautiful outpouring that I was receiving. But I know that in times of difficulty over the past years, um, I have been that friend for others. And I know that it was my time to reap what I've sown during that phase of my life. And I was so grateful that I didn't even have to speak the words that they just knew that, you know, crap had really hit the fan and that I was really not doing well. And they knew it, they sensed it. And before I even said a word, um, they were already jumping in and sharing the love. So I want to share just a couple of quotes here. Um, in regards to friendship. So a friend is one who overlooks your broken fence and admires the flowers in your garden. And I think that quote in particular stuck out to me because it, it really is like true friendship. Like my house can be upside down messy and my friends will come and they will plop on the couch, sip some wine, eat some pizza and talk to me and it won't even phase them, you know, that the kids' toys are everywhere or that there's, you know, a pile of laundry next to them that I was working on. Like, it, it, that's irrelevant because in that moment, like, we just needed the time, the connection. Um, and then there's times where they'll come over and say, what do you need help with? I'll help you, you know, do the dishes or clean up in the kitchen as we talk and chit chat and do whatever, like there's just friendship is just truly understanding and knowing what that other person needs in that point in time. And just being there, doing it, saying it, giving it, whatever it may be without having to be asked. Um, so for me, Several of the friends that I have that have been long-term friends, so at this point, the vast majority of my friendships span greater than 10 years. My longest friendship is over 20 years. Um, and here is one that just really made me laugh and smile because chance made us co-workers, but fun and laughter made us friends. Several of my friends I actually met through work. Um, and we no longer work together. So the beauty of that is that the friendships really did span beyond work. And it was just beautiful. And then true friends are never apart, maybe in distance, but never in heart. And I can tell you that I have a handful of friends that don't live nearby or in the same state. And we are 100% connected in spirit. We're never, you know, disconnected to the point where I feel like I'm talking to a stranger. They are always prominent they're always present um and lastly good friends are like stars you don't always see them but you know that they're always there and that is the beauty of friendship is that I don't need to send out an SOS for everybody to know that is everybody's there but I know that if I truly need to send the SOS I know that my friends will be there that my friends will respond that my friends will show up and most importantly, that my friends will present me in prayer, that they will uplift me. And friendship is just freaking beautiful. And not only am I blessed to be able to have 
wonderful girlfriends, but I do have a couple of guy friends that have acquired, you know, I've acquired as friendships over the last few years, and it's been a long time since I had male friendships, you know, besides my husband, um, and the beauty of that was just really finding a place where you're not dealing with, like, you know, the, the, the attraction of friendship, you know, between male and female, but really bonded over such cool, like, and fun, like, commonalities, and then not only that, but then simultaneously then meet their partner, you know, their fiancé, and um, really love and appreciate, one, them as a couple, and love and appreciate their partner, because their partner is just as amazing as they are, um, so that's been a really cool experience to be able to gain that, and to be able to know that, you know, friendships can span beyond gender. It can span beyond age. Um, I've had friends over the years that are significantly older than I am. And I have friends that are younger than I am. And that's just, I think that's super cool because friendship sees no age, sees, sees no sex. And it's just beautiful when two souls connect and bond over something. It doesn't matter what age you are, what race, sex you are, it doesn't matter whether you work together or not, whether you went to school together or not, what you do, your family status, whatever it may be, friendship is just beautiful. It's independent of all of these things and expectations, but above all, friendship is just a beautiful gift, and I think that if we all keep in mind and keep in the forefront that friendship is a two-way street, that friendship does mean give and take I think that the world would be a better place for it I think we would all be better friends if we considered the fact that what we expect and want from other people is something that we also need to be given and sharing with the people around us that we love and we consider friends because it takes a great friend to be a good friend um you know it takes it takes one to know one, you know, you want to have a good friend, you need to be a good friend. Um, so that is my two cents on friendship for this week. I just wanted to finally commit something with regard to that. And this was the best way I got to go into that. Um, I love the beautiful group of friends that I have. And I consider myself extremely blessed to not just have friends in my sisters and my brothers and my mom, but to have fantastic friends outside of that, that love me, that support me, that independently, you know, connect with me. And, you know, I wish I had all the time in the world to be able to see and connect each one of them because each one of them brings such joy and light to my heart. Um, but, you know, adulting sucks and this is what we have to do, but I love and appreciate every single one of you. I consider myself extremely blessed to have you. And if you're listening, just know that I love you. I'm sorry if I haven't texted you back, but um, I promise to do better. I'm going to have to make some kind of schedule to be able to connect with everybody and see everybody over the summer and enjoy some time one-to-one. Um, -one. So thank you so much again for listening. I hope that you are blessed to have even at least one great friend. Um, I think everybody needs a great friend in life to just kind of make it through and face all the things and obstacles that we face. So I pray that you do have that. If you don't have it, I pray that it comes to you. But I hope that you remember that in order to have a great friend, you need to be a great friend. 
So maybe if you start changing some things with yourself and how you treat others, maybe you'll gain that friend that you so need um, and want in your life. So thank you so much again, guys, for listening to another episode of A Day in the Life of Zori, and we will connect again soon. Thank you so much. Bye.